And welcome to another episode of Boys in the Barrio. Um, we kicking it. I feel excited. I'm happy because not only do I feel human again, <laughs> but we're vibing. And like my boy uh, Lamont here got me to take a shot and I don't even take shots, but he's like, we got the crew back together. We got to. Hey, we, we got, got to. to. He, he got us to hang out. Um, this hospitality, man. And this secondhand smoking is just amazing. <laughs> it's the finest, bro. I'm yeah. just enjoying the Um But anyways, man, I would like to welcome Lamont French again to the podcast, man. You're you're one of our you're not even a guest, man. You're family. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? Welcome welcome to the house of French. Thank you, man. This is a beautiful space you got. And usually he comes to our spot, but on this occasion I was like, I I, I, I don't need to be anywhere where I've been at already. I need to go somewhere else. I need to get out. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. And not just that, man. I just, I wanted to come and kick it with you, vibe, chill, do exactly what we're doing, bro, and be in your creative space. You feel me? Right on, man. I, I appreciate it, man. And it was, you know, like I said, I, I was going to reach out to you eventually, but, you know, when you hit me, I, I was like, shit, let's do it, bro. Let's do it right away. And then, you know, you allowed me to bring, uh, you know, the Lamont French brand since the, the, the first time. I did uh, the podcast was at Eighth Wonder. Yes, it was. That's when we Harris. first met you. Yep. Yeah. My brother was drunk, and I put him on the podcast. We started talking <laughs> politics and shit. Oh, yeah. And then my cousin was there, and he was drunk, oh. and he started talking <laughs> politics. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. That was the second time. No, the that was the time, second. The first time was what? Uh, right? It was smooth. At 8-1. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, now the brand has grown, so you allowed me to bring my crew with me. Uh, yeah. My boy Charles Holt, photographer extraordinaire. And then we got the, the, the young phenom in the making, OG Snipes, uh, OG Snipes. In, in the building, too. And, and um, you know, I just wanted to show it. it's not just me. You know what I mean? I make the art, but, you know, I put together, you know, almost like albums, you know, my yeah. collections. But it's uh, it's a lot that goes into it from creating content and um, just having different eyes. Charles does a lot with me as far as, like, just perspective and how to present it to people before even inviting them to an exhibition. Yeah, and the man, it, I, I should say this, man. Um, I enjoy talking to Charles all the time. Um, cool peoples. He's right here next to me, but very humble guy. And I follow him on Instagram. He's actually, during the pandemic, I would he would do these little lives. And I was one of the guests right there, bro. Just watching, <laughs> just watching you create, bro. Um, and you know, Chuck, Chuck is like, like, people don't even understand. Like, he... He's 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 not Brazilian, but he grew up in Brazil. He grew up in New Orleans. He's lived in New York, uh, Houston, back to Brazil again. He's well traveled. I mean, yeah. the motherfucker is like uh, Medici. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Worldwide, boy. That's yeah, what's up. man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and actually, Jamal, man, welcome, bro. You, I, I know I you have been missing the last episodes, bro. I Come did, on, man. man you you know, bullshitting. You know, I had to get some stuff checked. You know, some personal things, but. Uh, I feel a lot better. You got to get your prostate so. check? Yeah, I, always, bro. Always. You know, okay, check, check okay. your round hole. No, yeah. <laughs> I did it. That's a new thing. <laughs> I, heard some, <laughs> I heard somebody else say that. No, 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 no. So I'll tell you all this much. Um, so I had a hernia, right? A hernia back in the day. Uh-huh. Not too long ago, like th- four years ago, five <coughs> years ago. And, dude, when they were trying to test me for this shit, they did all types of shit. I even got that test done. Oh, really? Yeah, because they were trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Because I was like, man, I feel this pain and it just sucked. 
And then next thing you know, they're like, we're going to, and I felt touch. And it was, oh, oh, oh shit. <laughs> you just, we just checked it. It's not that. And I was like, oh, come on, dog. Singing soprano. <laughs> um, but anyways, Lamont, man, um, last year was a bitch for everybody. Creatively, life in general, COVID, you know, affected a lot of that shit. How did you hold up, bro? You know, I had my, I had my, my moments, um, you know, because literally, like, you, you couldn't be around anyone. So all the communication you did was, you know, through your phone. But, you know, actually interacting with people and, and, and talking to them and touching them, um, you know, that was that was futile. You know, it was null and void because you just couldn't do it. I remember stepping outside my, my studio in Winston and literally not seeing anything moving. No cars passing by, nobody taking any walks, just nothing out there. I had never seen the city just blank. You know, Houston to me is like New York. It never sleeps. That's why I've always lived in my creative spaces in the city because, you know, the heartbeat of the city is what inspires me and motivates me. And you can you can always feel the energy. Correct. Everything was dead. Yeah. You know, and when they shut everything down, it was no movement. You know what I mean? Just you had to figure it out from day to day. You know, even watching TV, it was reruns, you know, because – Nobody could shoot any any new sh- TV shows or nothing, you know. So you know, I, like I said, I have my moments. Um, you know, you deal with uh, small spurts of depression. I think when it the, when it got worse for me, um, a good friend of mine uh, who owned the gallery where I was signed to Winston Contemporary, he passed away, mm. and uh, and I spoke to him on a Monday, and he was gone by that Wednesday morning. Mm. You know, and I, that's when, it, it, you know, I had to take a moment to just kind of sit and be like, damn, this shit is this shit is crazy. Now, he didn't pass from COVID, but some things kind of affected <clears throat> what he was going through, his mental space and things like that. Um, you know, so uh, for me, and you can even see in my work, my foundation to me is just my, my faith. And, um, and that's just what I leaned on every day was my faith. And then when I got out of that space and I got a new studio, I got this studio, um, that's when I fasted and, mm. uh, you know, people don't really understand when you fast, it's not to receive a blessing or to get blessings from God It's to get perspective and to get clarity on whatever you're going through. Or even if you're asking for a blessing to get clarity on what to be clear about when you ask God for certain blessings. So I fasted and then, uh, and then I went back to what I knew and that's just making work. And, um, man, I put together this fire collection called Fuego. And um, it came from the burning that I had in my stomach as far as all the ideas that I had and the emotions that I was going through. And I just poured it into the work, man. And um, uh, I, I signed with new management. And then they were like, okay, well, we're going to put the, a show together uh, midsummer. You know, everybody should be able to at least, you know, put on a mask and come out to see it. Um, so we found a venue. And, um, and I was like, uh, you know, my, my, since the first time I met y'all, my, yeah. my price range has went up. Let's just say, let's just say, uh, the man, he, he drinks quality stuff now. Man, I brought, man, man. I brought Miller Light and he said, uh, uh-uh. uh, nah, we don't do bottom shelf. <laughs> no, yes. Anymore, yeah, that, that's not what I meant, but I'm just, I'm, just, I'm talking <laughs> you know, shit. You know, you know it. You know, hey, we're hey. messing with you, man. But, yeah. um, so Fuego, so. How long did it take for you to complete Fuego, just as a whole collection? As a whole collection, um, I would say in its totality, 
from all the new pieces, because it's eight brand new pieces. It's two pieces that uh, that have never been shown before, but they're old pieces from like 2015. Mm-hmm. So to complete the entire collection, uh, I started like in maybe September, and I just finished last week. Oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. So, um, and you know the pieces are going for a fraction of what what my regular prices are because I want people to be able to take this work and put it in their homes and mm-hmm. live with it. You know what I mean? I want them to be able to afford it and um, you know 10 years down the line you know when they're they're looking at my prices when they're in the 20 and 30k range for people to actually be like wow i, I have a lamont friend yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i mean so um it's really it's really for my collectors and the people who've been wondering what i've been doing and and asking me you know people dm me all the time when yeah. you're having a show when we're gonna see some work because uh, you know on ig i don't really post a lot of my work I, I post myself at times but even then you can't really see my face yeah so um I just want to put together an experience, man. You guys, you guys have been to my exhibitions. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's so it's, it's not just about the work; it's about the experience. Yeah, the, the whole experience about it. It's yeah. not just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like you're just walking into. Um, you get what I'm saying? Like, just to see fucking art pieces. Yeah. You get what I mean? And not to say that that's a bad thing, but he creates a true. You know, like from the moment you walk in, it's a different feeling. You get what I'm saying? When you walk, it's like different shit that he's created to like make you feel. When he where he was at or where he feels he was at in in that place, so definitely I I get it, bro. Um, You're always big on uh, my man knows Spanish. You know that Jamal. Yeah, I remember. I remember, bro. Yeah, yeah. Because you said fuego, right? It's called fuego. What what keeps you so in touch with the with the Latino culture, bro? Um. So where I went to school. Stafford High School, which is a small town between well, Sugarland and Missouri City. Yes, sir. Um, what a lot of people don't know uh, is it was predominantly Hispanic, mm. and you know a lot of my friends were Hispanic. Like not you know the ones I played football with, but also two of the ones that was hustling in the streets. Like, oh. those were like my good friends, so where I can go back, <clears throat> go knock on their doors and hug their moms, and um, you know. Uh, my, my, one of my good good friends, his mom used to make us breakfast tacos every morning on the low. She used to take the dough, flatten it out. Oh, yeah. What's the so little tor- tortillas yeah, de harina? Yeah, yeah. I grew up on that. So then when I <clears throat> when I lived in Michigan, the curriculum for foreign language was French and German. And then when I, I moved back to Houston, the curriculum for foreign language was Spanish. It was no choice about it. It, yeah. was, it was your second language was Spanish. So yeah. when I when I took it, when I started taking it in the eighth grade, I just took to it, and then I kept taking it all the way through college. I went to college in New Mexico. Okay. So I took it all the way to when I graduated to where I was fluent for a little while. But you know, Spanish is like riding a bike yeah. or shooting a basketball. If you don't use it, you lose it. But I still can use enough to where you know I can have conversations, and you you know what I mean. Like you, you like do some different shit sometimes. Now I can't sit up here and have a conversation with Charles. Charles' Spanish is way way <laughs> better than mine. Yeah. No, but, but 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 Charles, um, even him, he he has Portuguese though. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. his. So, that's so is that what it, you speak Portuguese? Speak Portuguese. Okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Portuguese. Yeah. 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 I speak yeah. Spanish. The Spanish that I know is because it's. It's uh, similar to similar. To it's rooted in okay. the same. Okay. In the same yeah. Ah, okay. So, yeah, so he he probably knows. Um, he'll speak it. You could probably speak it. See. Yeah. yeah. You see. Yeah. Like for example, and then he could have conversations, but it because it's all based in the same uh, realm of mm-hmm. the language. 
But oh, so I'm, in, in New Mexico too, you're probably messing with a lot of that hatch chili and stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that's what's popping out there. So then it's it was a um, it's like this small community in between Las Cruces, which is where I went to college. And Santa Fe. Las quite Cruces familiar, is beautiful. Quite familiar with Las Cruces. Oh, man. Remember, I'm from El Paso, man. So That's like, right. Yeah, like yeah, literally Masilla Las Valley. Cruces, El Paso. Like, man, right Masilla there. Valley Mall. Yes, sir, yeah. yeah. They, they got hit bad with COVID, El Paso. Uh, yeah, man. That was the craziest part. Like, yeah, homies bro. were telling me and stuff. Like, they had a, they had this real big breakout, man. I, I It just caught me off guard. Where'd you go to high school again? I went to Montwood. Okay, okay. Yeah, I went to Mountwood. That's a private school. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't know. I wish. Yo, I was like, they used to call us the rich kids, but they never fixed shit in I, that I, school. I, 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 I used to be like, yo, where's all this money going to? You know what I'm yeah. saying? I just saw eight miles, so my bad. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> when you study your high school, I was like, that's a fucking private uh, school. Real Clarence. Name Clarence. <laughs> real name Clarence. Yeah, and Clarence, Clarence lived with both parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so... This town had like this little shopping center or whatever, and they have a, a store, with nothing but hot sauces. Ah, uh, yeah. And then, yeah. but these ain't like your Tabasco or your Red Hot or nothing. Like, it's like one of them was called Burn Your Asshole. Uh, <laughs> you know, they got different colors. Different Are these sizes. in Las, Las Cruces? No, I can't remember the name. It's between Las Cruces and Santa Fe, not in Albuquerque. Um, it might be hatch. It might be in hatch. Oh, in hat and actually yeah, in hatch. It might be in hatch. Okay, yeah. okay. But we visited there, me and my parents when I when they dropped me off, and my mom bought like ten different bottles. Oh shit. Said, so my dad used one and he threw all the rest of them out. He's like, We can't eat this shit. <laughs> and he's like, nah. He's like, nah, 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 nah ain't the way. <laughs> this is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it's it's totally it's totally different. So yeah, man. I, but I eat hot sauce on everything. Hot sauce is a spice Put some of life, hot sauce in my burrito, prefer, baby. Preferably Tabasco, and then a close second is Louisiana. But so you, you put Tabasco on most of everything. Yeah. yeah. Do, now, do you drench in your Tabasco, yeah. or you like yeah. sprinkle? No, nah, I need there? to taste it. I need uh, to taste see, it. See, I like Tabasco. I don't do Tabasco as often, but what I fuck with Tabasco is in a uh, pasta. For some reason, bro, like Tabasco pasta, pasta, pasta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it just yeah. hit different, For bro. Real? I'm serious, man. It does, Tabasco, it does, it does. Like Alfredo pasta and some Tabasco. Yeah. See, I, I, I would smash that. Alfredo and Tabasco. That's, yeah, that's kind of weird. Nah, but, nah bro. <laughs> it, 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 it goes you, hard. Bro, yeah, I, I feel you. you. I feel you. Like, I'll be in the restaurant, like, fine dining. Like, yeah, can I get a Tabasco, please? You know what I'm saying? But see, like, my gumbo. Well, I ain't going to say my, my mama's gumbo. Yeah. I got to put Tabasco in. That's, that's facts. That's facts. He corrected that real quick. My mom is Yo, on. let me ask you another question, though, man. Speaking of hot sauce, <clears throat> um, I always notice a weird thing, especially in Texas. Texas always fucks Louisiana hot sauce. And it's supposed to be outside of Texas, people fuck with Texas Pete. Now, was it like that in Louisiana? Nah, they only fuck with. Uh, nah, in Louisiana, they only fuck with Louisiana. And that's it. That's it. Okay. Every once in a while, they'll do the Tabasco, because like I said, you know, they almost neck and neck. But as far as the spice, Louisiana. Louisiana, I put that on my chips, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. especially like Doritos. Like some Lay's chips, Doritos. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. I, even hot Cheetos, man. Like, yeah, you do hot. Yeah. See, I don't really fuck with the hot Cheetos, but I put it on my regular Cheetos. Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. Same, bro. It's, uh, I mean, pretty much every, there's at one point I had every chip I'd eat. I'd always just drink You ever make ghetto stuff. nachos? We talk about with like the cheese. Yeah. Or, yeah, sir. <laughs> take the Dorito. You can take any chips. You take the shredded cheese, put it on there, put it in the microwave for about 45 seconds, take it out. 
put some Tabasco or some Louisiana. Yes, sir. Uh, ghetto nachos. And then if I get real fancy though, make them spend. I'll put a little jalapenos on. Mm-hmm. There, I'll just throw them in there. That's shit. that's considered fancy, right? What it is? Those sixty-seven cent can of jalapenos. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then you could do the guac too. Now they got the little yeah the guacamole. Damn. Yeah. That's when you're feeling and you feeling bougie. Yeah, that's when you feeling bougie. Hey, bougie, yeah. bougie is avocado. Yeah, you, you eat that with a fork like a gentleman. You know what I'm saying? That's what you do. Bro, uh, now that you mentioned gentlemen, so um, we went to Sawgrass for my job recently and grabbed a steak or whatever. Bro, I'm over here trying to fucking just eat all badass, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? With the shit and fucking fork yeah. fell off and then the, the fucking... <laughs> dude, true, I was... Your I, true colors came Yeah, yeah. I was a mess, bro, and, and nobody was looking, bro. It was just me in my mind just trying <laughs> to fucking... Working hard looking yeah. out. Yeah, and then my steak didn't come the way I wanted it, which was medium well. It came uh, well. Um, it was just still kind of red, which I don't really fuck with, but... <laughs> So I think that's what made me nervous. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm used to like just you go once and it's cut. I, it like, you know what I'm saying? I had to cut a few more times and that's what made me nervous. So, so it's like fuck. And I choked like fucking B-Rad, dog. I choked, bro. That's really what fucking happened. But nah, man, it's always a fucking good time, dude, with Lamont, man. It's fucking just the humor in it. It's fucking funny. It's good to see y'all though, man. For real, seriously, just uh. You know, I know for a fact the last time I saw Bentley was uh, at my show at Winston Contemporary, and that was literally a year and a half. That a was a long time ago. ago. Yeah. We were actually catching up right now and talking about um, our kiddos and stuff like that, yeah. man. It's, bro, it's been a long time, man. Like, I know, man. when I came in, Jamal, when I saw him downstairs, I was like, dude, humans. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you, know what you, get, you get the dap and the love, man, because you just, it's the contact. You know what I'm saying? But I think also, too, because. I kind of got to see y'all when y'all first started. Bet, yeah. And I know I was just figuring out who I was as an artist when I Bet. first met y'all. And now it's, you know, it's different for both of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even like, you know, the microphones are... You got we've this, seen each other which boy. we've seen each other grow. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And what yeah. in our creativity and what like we Like y'all do. have this expensive-ass piece of equipment. Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's what, that's what me and French were talking about, man, why you had dipped out and stuff. And I y'all left me that. locked out outside. I know. I, yo, he scared the shit out of I us, know. though, no, right? It was because <laughs> we, we were talking about DMX. Because <laughs> we were in mid-conversation. I think Charles was talking, and then we heard the hit on the window, and everybody stopped. Going. Everybody it paused. Was like, <laughs> we were like meerkats. Everyone was like... And DMX was playing. Yeah, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yo, y'all, y'all, y'all. Y'all thought DMX was at the door. That's how rough riders roll. Look, this kid is always even keel. Yeah. When he heard the window tap, he was like, we all looked. And I thought to myself, too, so to give people a backstory, I went to the store really quick. There's a corner store here, and I went to go get some batteries that I needed. And I come back, and I've left my phone. It's locked downstairs. And I'm come thinking of fucking ideas to get their attention. And I'm like, Lamont! Lamont! Jamal even screamed Jamal. I'm like, I dude, I look, this is proof. I'll pull out my ID. I even tried to hack the only little trick. Oh, no. Look, I tried it. I tried to put my card in the door. And I was just trying to figure out ways to get up here. And I was like, dude, these dudes are so fucking high right now. that The downstairs door, it automatically locks when it, locks. it closes. And it makes sense. Yeah, it's, and it's, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. it, my, it's my fault because I left the phone. So at the end of the day, I couldn't blame anybody. It was just, yeah. 
bro, what do I do? And then I couldn't pick any rock because then you're like, fuck, it breaks. <laughs> and then I'm like, you I picture my man out there looking around like, nah, not this rock. Hold on. <laughs> that, that, he's still looking That's at That's what it one. was. Maybe this one. It's like, shit, I'm going to mess that up. That window breaks. Maybe this one, right? He would be down there looking like this. <laughs> bro, I was. But thankfully, somebody finally fucking noticed in the middle of their high <laughs> that, hey, there's somebody down there. Man. I knew immediately though. I knew. I, I was like, yeah, he da- Billy downstairs. Yeah, yeah, man. It was just funny because it was just mid conversation, man. Charles was over here talking. So all of a sudden, it was just, we just paused. Everybody just stared straight at the window. Like, I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> In my head, I'm like, they're so high. And then that busy bone saying, and this is for the weed. And I'm like, they're so high. And right fuck me right now. It's just about them. No, nah, because we were sitting there like, damn, what's that? I know, for real. Yeah, I was uh, trying yeah, to get he in. For a minute, man. Like, he but anyways, um, back to the uh, last year, man, and and your your gallery and what you're gonna be working on. You know, putting I, it's coming out next month, right? June 11th. Nice. Okay, so, where? At Sandman Studios, uh, which is a big warehouse. Um, I mean, everyone knows Sandman. He's done videos at that space for uh, Maxo Cream, mm. uh, Sauce Walker. Um, I mean, just everyone uses the warehouse space for that, but he's trying to get into art. So okay, he, bet, he, bet, he, bet. He's going to be so. opening a, a Sandman Contemporary Art. Um, so I told him, you know, I asked, I partnered with him because I was an independent artist again. Yeah. You know, I didn't, uh, Winston Contemporary closed down, so I didn't have a home. So I went back to my roots, which is putting together my own shows, putting up my own budget, and just pretty much transforming whatever space I can into the gallery. But... The difference is now my brand is a lot bigger. So, um, you know, I partnered with him and told him, you know, I really just need your space, but I'm going to bring you a different type of crowd than what you're used to. I'm going to bring you real contemporary art collectors and dealers and, um, you know, a, a little bit more sophisticated crowd. Yeah. And he was with it, man. So he didn't really understand how I was going to do it. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of walked him through it step by step, you know, when got the liquor sponsors, Deep Eddie Vodka. Um, they always rock with me. And then um, I had reached out to Jack Daniels. So the rep that I was using, he ended up branching off to, uh, it's still under the Jack Daniels umbrella, but it's called Uncle Nearest. Mm, okay. So Uncle Nearest is, um, he's the actual slave of the guy who made Jack Daniels. Oh, was, he's the actual his cre- recipe. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah he's the actual oh, creator. Yeah. That's deep, bro. Yeah. Uh, Chuck, hand me that bottle. So he actually, they actually gave him his own brand. Of uh, whiskey, and it's called Uncle Nearest 1884. So, um, bro, that's amazing. Yeah, so it's a uh, we're gonna see. Yeah, so we're gonna be we're gonna do cocktails of this. Uh, of course, you know I'm gonna have champagne, and because it it all goes with the experience, man. Bro, that's uh, dope, bro. Bro, so uh, you know uh, the space is raw, man. Concrete floors, brick w- white walls, um, and it's in you know it's in a loading dock. You know, like I said, it's in the old warehouse district, but the pieces are so much more colorful than what my usual work is. And I noticed that. I noticed that. Yeah, 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 yeah. especially yeah. being in here, it's more colorful. Yeah, which I enjoy color, bro, yeah. because for yeah, me, it's yeah, like yeah. you know, height. but it also it shows the growth. Yeah, you know, of me as as an artist, and and you know, one thing I got a chance to do while I had all of this time off is I got to study and research. Y'all know I'm a big history buff, mm-hmm. so I just went back to. Um, you know, just study. I, I even studied depression and mental health. I got, you know, I got my degree in psychology, so 
I, I, I dwelled back into that to um, you know just African heritage and tribes mm-hmm. to um, you know just history as far as the Civil War, um, you know the Egyptians and building pyramids. But all of this stuff you'll see in the work. You'll actually get to see it in the work, um, and it's a wide range. Um, shout out to Picture Plus Lauren, um, Picture Plus Frames, and um, uh, First Ward. They they're doing all my framing. And um, I got a few other things going on. Uh, how I how I got to that point, but that'll be announced in Paper City Magazine. So um, big ups and, and hello to Catherine and Spawn over there. That's dope, man. You you uh well for me you you said the color right the, the you said growth right but for me like I said bro when you see art you see kind of where the person's mind it was at when they created that art right so for me when you see like dark colors right it's like a you know i'm okay with going to that place with them you know he was probably in a dark place or whatever but when i see color for me when i see what i'm seeing in here is i see i don't know man excitement yeah um i see it's a it's a mixture. clarity i don't know a mixture of probably of a lot of things but that's that's what goes through my mind at least and then the titles you know the titles and the dissertations i tell people all all the time the titles are the taxi drivers to the content of the work because you know, you should be able to look at the word because it's always aesthetically a pleasing. But I said a pleasing. It's always aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> <laughs> I, we got you. We got you. Yeah. But then when you read the title and you read the content of what goes into the work or what's in the piece, it should take you right back to the work. And it's almost like seeing a whole nother painting. Mm-hmm. It just gets bigger. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, but again, <clears throat> Still, when you look at the work, you can you can tell they're Lamont French pieces. Yeah, you know, nothing really changed from the style. It's just you know it's gotten better, and um, you know the content is different. It's a little bit more refined, um, you know, and and you know just like the brand's gotten bigger, so you know the work's gotten better. Yeah, you know what? And I th- I was thinking about some of your older stuff. You know, with the, a lot of collage with the the American flag and newspapers and everything like that too. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of it's really dope to see just a, a different. I don't want to say well yeah there you go because I was like I don't want to say evolution not not even an insulting way like saying your stuff uh, was look in the in the freezer and bring that little chest right there the little right it's Ooh, on the right yeah. hand yeah right on the far right right there yeah yes sir oh yes sir there we go there we go but it's it's dope man to see just the the evolution like you said of your work and you know as Bentley pointed out you know it is a lot of uh, colors but at least in this piece I'm looking at I see a little bit of contrast with the with the dark and with the black in the background and everything like that and yeah it, it's um you know for 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 me i'm not an art buff but it is appealing it's it's fascinating to me you know what uh-huh, i'm saying at least uh-huh. for me it, it reaches out i mean i can't speak I'll, for no one else i'll tell you I'll, I'll give you a story what i did do over the pandemic is i took a, a small part-time job at an art supply store uh jerry's artorama mm. which is over off of uh, i-10 and taylor okay and as an artist you go into something like this and you, you're kind of arrogant because you're like, I know art. So I'm going to be able to sell, you know, these products just because you think you know art. Yeah. Man, <laughs> the manager over there, Emily, she knows everything about material from paper to oil to charcoal to uh, spray finishes. I learned so much from her just about materials and what can go, what contrast, 
what it's going to look like when it dries, all of that. And even spending those 90 days, those three months over there with her and learning those things, it took my work because now I'm able to mix different things and textures and different aesthetics and I know what it's going to look like in a certain like you you saw the piece what if I was white yeah yeah and I did all that in hues of black but different hues so it's almost like I created a hologram like, yeah which is if, dope because I'm looking at it over here and, and French is over here pointing out like oh do you see this and I'm like yo you have to get at different angles to see it because it's not just I mean it looks like a, a piece that if you're looking from the you know from far away you're like oh well, okay t- tell, them what, tell them what it's in what color it's in well, it's in, uh, it's in black. six hues of black. It's yeah. in basically, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you said, you spray paint it, you do yeah. different kinds. But, yeah, it's all black, practically, yeah. practically. Yeah. But you can actually see different things standing out in the art. So that's what I was curious about. I was like, how do you do that? Because I'm thinking to myself, you know, yo, if it's all in one color, then how the hell do I'm you make it. things pop out? So he was really schooling me on how that works out. It's really dope, man. Nah, man, I think... Uh, Straight up, this is why I did it, all all these interviews I've been doing. You know the the last you know episodes is because they're so inspiring. You get what I mean? Like it's <laughs> yeah. people that like when I leave. Like for example, when I walked in here, dude, I started asking Lamont like all these questions. It was like about the spot. He has it so <laughs> dope, man. I just I I yeah. I feel like when I'm gonna walk out of here, I'm gonna walk out inspired. You feel me? Like I'm gonna walk out just I feel this energy of like. Walking out, wanting to be more creative. You but you're not I mean? the only person that said that. But that's the yeah. thing when you, you when you have a space that you work in. It's not just your work. This is my office. Yeah. You know what I mean. But also too, I could sleep here if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. Cook breakfast in here. I could take a shower in here. Yeah. But when people come in, also too, other creators because only creators come in here. Yeah. You know, I don't let people just come and hang out and chill and you know what I mean. But when they come in here, I want to inspire them. Yeah. I want them to look at the work and be like, okay. I'm going to go home and make some work. That's what's up. You know, Charles is coming, this motherfucker, and we've done a photo shoot, and this motherfucker climbing on the kitchen counters, and he's in the corner with, you know, he's up <laughs> under the table with yeah. his camera and everything. And then I look at the photos he come up with, and I'm like, woo! <laughs> and, you know, I remember I asked him the, the last photo shoot we did. I was like, yo, what, what you was on that day? He was like, yo, man, I, I felt inspired. I came to work. Yeah. And we put together a, a fire shoot. And then you got guys like, this young man here who's finding his lane Boy, nice. and he comes in and he's like, we shoot a couple shots, you know, we shoot for about an hour and he's like, yo man, I'm finna go edit this film and I'm finna try to put together my own shit. And like, you just, this whole place that did, but that's as artists, we have to push each other. You guys, yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. even like when you say you was going to come here and, and, and do the podcast, I mean, I'm just like, yo, I got to make sure that they comfortable because this is where I started. This was the first podcast I ever yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It was really like my first real interview that I did. And now we're here. But it's it's all about pouring into the work and that being able to drive to the consumer. Yeah, man. It's crazy, dude, when you say that, man. Like, fucking time flies, man. Yeah. We've bro, grown. We really bro. do, man. <laughs> We've grown. That's why I was asking these questions yeah. when you were gone. I was like, man, when's the last time we seen each other? Yeah. And then even when you're like, you know, 2018, I was like, damn, bro. Like, it really do feel like it what hadn't so, been that long ago. What, you know what was I'm so live though was it when y'all did the podcast inside of the exhibition. 
That was that dope. was that dope. shit was live. that was dope. Man. That shit was so live. Everybody like you guys were just grabbing people. It was yeah. like, hey, let me ask you about the then where me and Hives got on together. Yes, that was like, dope, man. It was just it was a live night. That was we dope. And we knew you were the man of the hour, man. We saw you out there. You were working. You know what I'm saying? You're doing what you got. I was trying to sell paint, bro. I was broke at the time. Hey, I was trying to sell. Yeah, I was trying to sell. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't mad yeah. at the hustle, yeah. but it was just it was, the vibe was just cool. <laughs> nah, man. and for we appreciate you hosting this and holding this down. With, uh, you know, we got that little spot right there. And all we, we got just the full view of yeah, everybody yeah, in there vibing, yeah. man. We but y'all even, it. I mean, again, it's part of the, that was a part of the experience. Yeah. You know no, what no, I mean? No. People felt like they were part of the exhibition to sit yeah, down yeah, and yeah, yeah. talk about art. And even for y'all to, to be host of a podcast and to be interested in it just random people i mean they felt special you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, so yeah 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 it was, it was a great night it was a great night that was my show miscellaneous ways that was when i turned um uh one of the share spaces into my my studio and, and and that i i bring that up to lamont because me and my wife always bring that that show up because we had just had sophia my daughter and that was our first night like you know what i mean going out and doing some shit you know and leaving the baby somewhere and we remember that night every time because it was like that was the first time we went out and then uh i was doing the podcast and she got a fever and we we're like man do we take her to the hospital or not and that was the first time we made a decision like okay we got to take her j- just to see what's up yeah and i remember telling him hey man i gotta go with my daughter you know what yeah. i mean he was like yeah, yeah yeah do what you gotta do man yeah. but all of that just is memories that uh-huh. stick in your head you know what i mean a like picture of you two looking before the show opened, because y'all came early, yeah. I got a picture of y'all looking at that flag I did. Oh, we have yeah. that, dude. That that's yeah. one of my favorite yeah. pictures, yeah. bro. And that's that's one of my Monopoly fa- money. That's one of my... Uh, that piece, I remember that one, too. <clears throat> so that piece was the first piece that I sold for 10 grand. <laughs> that, <laughs> that piece sold for 10 I actually, grand. I remember that piece, because yeah. I was like, oh, shit, that's dope. Uh, uh, intellectual assholes stink, too. <laughs> that was the title of that. Bad, man. Yeah, yeah. so that, that piece sold for 10 grand. <clears throat> that flag, that one ended up going for five. That show took everything to, to another level. level. Yeah. And I knew, I remember yeah. when we talked, I was like... Because that was my first show in two years. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. I yeah. remember when I, I when we interviewed you, I, was, I, I remember saying it too. I was like, bro, this is, this is mm-hmm. another fucking level. You get what I mean? This is not... You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, it took everything to it. Cause I, then I, I mean, had, I was even dressed different. You feel <laughs> me? She. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I, was wearing, I was wearing slacks. You feel me? It was like, so that tells you the type of level we were yeah. at. You know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah. and nah, I, man, I, it, that, that day, it, it made me really happy. Like, I was, I was proud, happy, and I was just like, I was just fucking happy to be present and be yeah. a part of it. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. just be able to have memories about that shit. You know what I mean? Uh, see, all all this shit, when we get older, man, all that shit, we die, we keep going. That For people to go back and be able to listen to all this audio and be like, man, you remember that dude, uh, French Lamont, that artist, whatever, whatever, man, one of his, f- you know, few interviews at one of his galleries was this. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it, I don't know, man. Like, I, I've and been then, thinking a lot about that. that show, <clears throat> I then had a, a show right after that. That was in November. I had a show in December. That show was fire. And then the next year, which was 2019, at the beginning of it, everything just started happening super fast. Really? I, I was the first American artist in residence at the Guy Gallery. Um, I had a pop-up show that summer, midsummer night rendezvous um, at Berry Street, uh, venue, at this Berry Street venue in Third Ward. Um, that show was fire. 
Um, and then I got my show at Winston Contemporary, uh, Samson Song. And that was my first gallery show. But the buzz was already... It was, it was already, already there. It was already there. But once that show hit, <clears throat> the I got pieces that went to the number 12 art, art dealer in the world. And then um, the Houston... 2019 Art Partisans of the Year, Geraldine and Edith Smith, they bought a piece at my private collector's dinner. Gaynell Drexler, Clyde Drexler's ex-wife, she bought the most expensive piece in that show. Man. That was a piece with uh, 3,053 words. She mm. bought that piece. Oh, snap. Okay. Yeah, so all of those, the only thing, out of 15 pieces, 13 pieces sold. The only thing that didn't sell was Taxi Dollars, which is a giant taxi cab, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of glad it didn't sell because that's one of my favorite pieces. And then my sculpture, The Fire Hydra. Those are only two things that didn't sell from that show. And then once that show hit, it was like, that's when everyone started asking, who is Lamont French? Okay. Who is this Who is this guy, Lamont French? That's when, you know, people started. And, and I think you said it was going to happen. You was like, man, this, should, this show is going to change everything for you. And then they signed me. I was still selling work. Um, the five, Like at the beginning of, the, of 2020, um, they had signed me on for two shows for that year. It was going to be July and November of 2020, but then March hit, and COVID shut everything down. Man, COVID, yeah. that global bastard, man. Yeah, man. I but pull I- out my Beretta. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> Fucking COVID. I pull out my Beretta. <laughs> yeah, screeching out. <laughs> Fucking COVID, dog. Let's take this shot, man. Yes, sir. Oh, I can't do another one, dog. It's just oh, a baby man. one. It's just a baby one, man. Bro, go. Hey, we got the, the bands back know, together tonight. man. We're making a song. Oh! Cheers, John. If my girl was here, she would be looking at me right now. I would get that eye. Looking at you in shame. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you're right. You'll be okay. Yeah, man. I was thinking about that French. Like, you you really are one of our oldest podcast homeboys. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But y'all, you know, y'all embraced me when you know I was just starting. I think y'all saw something that I didn't even see it myself. Oh, nice. You know what I mean? Just with just with the work, you know, from the van shoes. But this one thing I know that y'all used to always talk to me about was my style. Because yeah. remember, I was at, he was like, oh, man, this dude, he always got on sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, that was part of my, my persona. I, you know, I don't really show my face or whatnot. Yeah. But y'all was always like, man, you always just, even if, uh, when I did the second van show, yeah. I wore the Chucks and the T-shirt. Yeah. Y'all was like, that shit was you know, my I had my paint pants on and everything. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, that's you know that goes into everything, as far as like what goes into the work from fashion to politics to entertainment. Um, you know, it's all pre- presented on a palette to where you can pick and choose. So you're real meticulous with with your presentation, right? Not just yeah, in your yeah. art, but with your style. So, yeah. so talk to us a little bit about you know the importance of that. Um, I think because. We, in certain ways, like we are, your presentation, you know, the cliche goes, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Right. You know what I mean? But also, too, you want to keep something to yourself. So even how you present yourself, it's, it's almost putting on like a coat of armor. You know what I mean? Because you know what you're, what people are going to see or what, or what you're going to give off. I made a, uh, uh, a collection called the Aroma Series where I took the, these cologne and perfume bottles and I gave them monikers. Because 
what you spray on you, you know, your, the energy that you give off when you see people, that's what they're going, mm-hmm. that's, that's what they're going to feel. Yeah. So it's almost like you're spraying this shit on because that's what, that's what you're going to give off to people. So like I said, a creed, it said greed, said a green eye, green iris tweed, it said green eye bandit, uh, said a Dolce and Gabbana light blue, it was like donkeys and goats, life's baloney, instead of, uh, obsession by Calvin Klein, it was obsessed by Christians and demons, mm. you know. Instead of the Chanel number five, it was no one cares. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but th- but that that went into Ode to My Mind, that, that show I did in December of 2018. Okay. Um, but again, you know, it's what you're giving off to people. You know what I mean? You, you're, you're protecting yourself, but then also, too, you're inviting them into your space because they're, you know, they're, they're going to be like, oh, I fuck with those shoes or... You know what I mean? I fuck with... Almost down to, like, your haircut, if you got one or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, because even things in that nature, like I said, I fast, I ain't cut my hair for four months yeah. or, or shave. People thought that shit was fly because my hair was curly. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, it's, yeah, it's all yeah. about, like, the presentation that you give. But for me, it's just... It's a, it's a protection of if I want to let you in deeper or if I want to keep you at, 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 at arm's bay. Okay. You know, so... And then... um. Some other shit like my my like Chuck he started a clothing line uh, during the pandemic. And oh, okay. It was it was dope as fuck, but it was before the pandemic actually. I think so. Because I got the, I was rocking the black jacket. Yeah. After at my show at Winston. Yeah, that was uh, that was right before COVID. Yeah. yeah. So he took his grandfather owned like a, a a coffee brand. Yeah. So he took the logo and made these denim jackets. Mm. So. Oh yeah, no! I to get my jacket. No, like, them fucking oh, they're clean. Shit. They're clean. They're you fucking. Oh no, yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, yeah, clean. Sure we definitely yeah. gotta put the plug out. Yeah, like man. Yeah. No, they're but, fucking clean as fuck. Yeah. But like, even that, I was, you know, I'm gonna need one. That's something. That's something <laughs> personal. Huh? But if you look at the logo and you don't know him personally and you don't know the story behind it, yeah. it's just a fly ass jacket. But then once you know the history behind it, if if it's choosing to be told, yeah, or you know what I mean, then you, oh damn, it it becomes even even more deeper. The belief gets stronger. Exactly, right? exactly, yeah. exactly. That's true, man. With any kind of, you know, not to not to denigrate, but with any brand, right, or anything in general, you get, you know, you if you get people to believe in your stuff, they gonna fuck with you no oh, matter yeah. what, right? Oh, they yeah. gonna keep it a hundred with you. So yeah, yep. right about that. And I'm always like, I'm pushing, I'm always pushing my people shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I said, we. We all in this shit together. We all created this together, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, shit, if, if if I got a chance to put some clothes on, why not put my, my people clothes on? You know what I mean? And That's dope to hear, man, because I, I think there's still a lot of people who are pretty greedy about this stuff or they're so worried about what they're doing that even, you know, they're going to stifle the people around them, yeah. right? Sometimes, yeah. maybe even on accident because they're just so focused on Crabbing themselves. The but here you man. are, you know, yeah. you're thinking, hey, we're all artists. We're all creators. Like, let's, let's grow together, you know? Like, you're like, hey, if I do this, why not put my boys on? The thing about it, if you're going to be real about, it, like, that situation is we all trying to get to the biggest dollar. Yeah. And it's, it, it becomes, in a, it, it begins as being competitive, but then it becomes, like, envious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, I can't let him get to the biggest dollar and before me. And I'm like, shit, if you get there... And, and we good, then I know I'm going to be good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. Don't forget sure. about your yeah. boy. And, 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 and vice versa. Like, yeah. hey, like I said, if I got a chance to to display your shit, you know what I mean, and on, a, on a bigger platform, I'm going to do that. And I'm, that's, that's why I wanted them here today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they go into the brand as well. 
like Chuck, I'm finna, I'm about to curate, a, I'm a curator show for him. Oh, you know, okay. he's a photographer, but I mean, he takes insanely deep and moving pictures. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? Snipes, Snipes is coming. Up. He's a dope ass videographer. I met him through my management, and it's like I hit him at. You know, you hear these people where they're like, "Yeah, man, I'm ready to work. I want to work." And you're like, "Ah, okay, okay." But people, what, what everybody knows about me is I don't sleep. So I might be up two, three o'clock in the morning painting, doing whatever. So when I get a flat, I know who to call. Exactly. What's up? What's up? Exactly. exactly. What's up? That boy Fridge. Now I'm like, hey, look, you're going to have to take a shot. <laughs> I'm down. Priorities, bro. Priorities. All right. Yeah. Now before I get there, yeah, right? you have to take a shot. Like, now, before we start box. working on the tire, yeah. Bentley. He's going to pull that box out the freezer. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. going to need a shot. Yeah. Just to make you feel like we good. You get what I mean? That's what's up. Yeah. You know, but but for clarity, I mean, like, I've hit him. At two, three o'clock in the morning, like, hey man, you up? He hit me right back. I sure am. Come through. Okay, cool. He come through. We we shooting in the studio at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Cause that's when I'm working. That's when he, you know, his biggest thing is like, but he's always says, hey, I can't find people to work with. You know, as a creative, your brain it never shuts off. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, um, you know, but again, because he's true to what he says, I can fuck with him. So now, yeah, you gotta. There, there's a lot of things that go on there, you know. Be, are you a man of your word? All that shit. You yeah, get what I mean? Are you on yeah. time? You get what I mean? And First of all, too, in, in this creative shit, man, it's it's motherfuckers that this is a fad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's something that's hot. It's something that's new. Yeah. You know, I can make money off of it because nowadays you don't have to get a degree, go get a corporate job, and that's not how you make a living. You know what I mean? You can yeah. you can do things that are creative, but that's the thing. For this, for some people, this is a fad, and for some people, this is a passion. The ones that this is a passion, it don't matter what you sell it, if you sell it or not, you're still gonna be making work. Yeah. So it's, a, it's about the rawness and, and the genuine part, and really, honestly, on the the back end, from a monetary standpoint, that'll come. You might not see it at its high. You actually, to, the fact is, you'll never see it at its highest peak. You know what I mean? You, I'll never get the true value of. Of what my work is, because it's when I when I die, it's gonna skyrocket. It's skyrocket, That's got to be fascinating, though, man. I imagine. It I mean, just it sucks. Yeah, but the thing it's is, just like, it becomes it, it's it makes you, me think to fake my death so I could get the money and then <laughs> get come that Machiavelli. Yeah, yeah, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. Fake yeah, my yeah, death. Yeah. So then you, you can stay, see. It's, the, it's how you stay immortal. Yeah, that's wild, man. You know what I'm saying? It's and and it's all about the product that you put out. Any video he puts out, that's. You know what I mean? That's going to be something that it lives on. Because now once it's out there, it's out there. Yeah. My artwork that's floating around the world, that's always going to, those are always going to Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know Definitely. I mean? Photographs and music that he makes. Those are things that go into the archives. They become a part of history. So. Yeah. Some deep shit. I just want to get a nickname like my dude right here, Snipes. Something Snipes. We call him OG Snipes. OG Snipes. Dude. That might be the name. That's, that's the name. Can y'all call me like OG OG fucking OG Bentley OG Bentley OG which Bentley. that means that you you just a Bentley from the back in the day you feel me like a, one of the first ones <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you bro that's terrible that's a terrible idea 
But dude, always fucking badass nicknames. Like, <laughs> dude, OG Snipe, bro. That sounds fucking badass. Bro. Yeah, that's fair. That's you fair. feel me? Like, like you get what I'm saying? Like a nickname you get is always kind of. And then I whatever, walk in. Right? What's your nickname? Nah, dude, just call me by my name, dude. Right. Or, or someone's like, oh, that's Deadling. Why? Because yeah, you know he dragging his leg out here. It, one time we were in the bar, it fell asleep and he couldn't walk right, so we called him Deadling. Like you always get the messed up nicknames, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I mean, I've never really had nicknames, right? But. When I hear nicknames like that, I'm like, fuck, dude. <laughs> fuck, fuck my friends who didn't give me some badass nicknames. What? What's cool. up? Huh? Cool. Cool? That's your nickname. Cool. 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 There you go. C-O-U-P-E. Coop. Coop. Oh, okay. Coop. Hey, oh, okay, okay, okay. From now on, this moment, <laughs> I will be known as Coop. Coop. Notated. What time Coop. is And it get nine? it straight. 54. And get it right because May it 7th. is Coop. Looking forward because they're gonna be like, Why they call you cool? Village. Yeah, there we go. Hey, yeah. hey, what can I say? You get what I'm saying? And yeah, give yeah. it to me but by Lamont. You, you gotta say it like, uh, but the thing is, you can't give yourself. You the, the thing is, I've been waiting for the no, no, no. The thing is, you can't give yourself the, the nickname. You yeah, feel me? Yeah, you can't just be like, Hey, but this you is you gotta say it like James Bond does, like Bond, James Bond. You yeah, gotta say cool, cool. Billy cool. Damn, bro. Ooh. <laughs> Bentley Cook. Yo, Bentley Cook. No, 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 Bentley Cook. Bentley Cook. Not the accent. Damn, I thought what I could, I would have no, convinced you. No, no, yeah, no, 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 As a man that butchers the shit out of accents, what don't do the accent. Fuck y'all. You like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice, <laughs> what you think, Snipes? I don't know. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Better, yeah. He just oh, met you. You liked it? He just met you. Do it again? Coop. Button like Coop. He's <laughs> <laughs> not Australian, bro. <laughs> Bentley like Coop. I, I, got under, I, got, I got under pressure on that one. <laughs> Cranky. <laughs> I, I choked on that one. Like B-Rat again. <laughs> Nah, man, fucking, <laughs> y'all always crack me up, man, for yeah. real. Oh, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'll show up at home being like, these are my confessions. <laughs> you mean, you mean at the door? <laughs> <laughs> Just when I, and then I put out the Omari, oh. Uh, I, oh, oh my you, God. You would be calling me at 2 o'clock in the morning. Hey, Lamont, I, let's take that shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I need a couch, my friend. Y'all need to show up to a 15 if y'all taking shots like that. See if y'all really go down with the guy that's throwing the 15. I was in one of those when I was. You stood in one? Tiempo de vals. Tiempo. Man, I was talking Mexico and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I was know. the only black guy in, in it, but I, you know, I felt important. Bro, I was. I and was, you were important. You know why? Yeah. People thought I was Dominican though, because of my hair. Yeah. Uh, oh, cause, you know that shit. Wait. Oh, I, I, no, no, no. I should say right now, my man. He is not the guy that, right now, he does not have that look, what he was talking about when he was fasting and he looks all crazy. <laughs> I mean, he got, Chris. as a barber, as a barber, Chris. whoever, he got some waves right now that you could Whoa. swim in them motherfuckers. You could surf in them waves right now. And I don't, I don't wear a do-rag. Hey. I was going to say, I was no, like, you got to wrap that up. You know, my mom was Creole. Yeah, she white. My mom was, my mom was Creole. Look, those are my grandparents right there. Damn, boy. Dude, that's a dope pick, man. How long ago was that? That was 
fifty, man. Damn. That's a beautiful picture, man. It really is. Your pretty ass hair, so look at you. <laughs> Shit, you got that good yeah. hair, boy. That's look at a, that. My last name, I pay homage to my grandmother. Lamont, let me ask you a question, man. So, we we can agree that we all came up around the same time, right? Like we all been in this journey of creating for a while. Um, where do you think? Where do you think the scene is at right now? My politically correct answer would be that. Um, you know, you have a lot of different artists doing a lot of different things. Okay. From collage work to photography um, to visual art. Um, and everybody's trying to get to the gallery, showing a gallery or, mm. or just being a big show. Um, and that's you don't necessarily have to do it that way. But, I'll, you know, I won't dive into the details of it. Um, you know, it's just a lot of different people doing different things you know what i mean it's very diverse um you know the art culture has always been here in houston it's just it was a lot of older artists and now because of the platforms like social media and um just being able to create your own lane it's a lot of younger artists that are you know starting off at a really young age to where they can do these things whether it be fashion and clothing lines or um, you know, putting together jewelry lines or whatever, because you have a platform to put out to the public. Correct. Yeah. Now, as far as artists in the community of it, I think you know, it's a little bit of jealousy for whomever is at the top of the food chain or whatnot. Uh, you know, this person may be talking about this person or this person maybe you know a person might have a show and you might hear somebody be like oh that show ain't gonna be that good Mm -hmm. more so whereas we all should be able to help each other out whether it's giving a person a studio space to work in or giving them an opportunity to actually have a showcase to where if you can help someone with that platform then help them don't sit up and say oh well that work's not good enough or I don't fuck with that work you know what I mean but you get a lot of that Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if a person is successful and, you know, if it happens at a faster rate, then a person who's been doing it longer might be mad at that. You know, but it's about putting the work in, mm-hmm. you know, diving into making good quality work. And then if you have someone that you can help get to that point, then you should do that. But we don't do we don't all do that within that space. It kind of remind me what you would talk about. I mean, as far as Houston. Um, itself sometimes had a little bit of a, a lack of support for one another mm-hmm. in the city, you know, whether, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, pretty much through the arts, man, whether it's music or, you know, our actual, you know, art, art or anything like that, too. That's what, when you were talking, I was just thinking about that. I was like, man, that's, that's a trip that you don't want to, I guess, I mean, for lack of a better word, haters in that sense, where yeah. they envy you when you're actually blowing up, but they're not willing to kind of, pick you up and scoop you along this big game and stuff like but that. But they'll go by a Kahende Wiley who's not from Houston, which is, I mean, Kahende Wiley's work is insane, you know, but he's, you know, they'll support an artist from somewhere else. Yeah. You know, if, because they're on a bigger platform or whatnot. I, Houston is a just, I love Houston, man. It's fickle. And I, but I've seen it in other ways because, you know, I've lived here for a long time. So, like, I've seen the club scene be fickle yeah. with promoters going at each other like that and, and being competitive. 
Um, Let me find out you were at Roxy, dude. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, on Wednesday yeah. nights? Oh. <laughs> Metropolis on Thursdays? Oh, Metropolis. Oh, hey, yo. Metropolis, oh, Metropolis. Coco Loco on oh, Saturday man. night? Dude, you went to Coco Loco? <laughs> wow. Okay. 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 Barrio? Which was T-Town at one point? Damn. Damn. Okay, so everybody... I've been around for a minute, bro. I've been around for a minute. When you said Coco Loco, hey, hey, you hey. got me at Metropolis. I was like, damn. Listen, when I was in high school, the thing to do was to hit Richmond and drive up and down Richmond yeah. all night long. That sounds like a lot of guys, but I would have done it because I didn't uh, give a fuck. I was busting. Car clubs and everything. Bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. You meet chicks like from Hillcroft. All the way to Chimney Rock. Shout out Southwest Side, man. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, Southwest get, does get down like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live yeah. in the Southwest. It's so, it's so trippy because I work in Southwest, right? But Southwest is just so trippy, man. Like, you get, like, the hood. And That's the- now, though. But back in, like, <laughs> the mid-90s, late-90s, yeah. the Southwest, Sharpstown Mall. Sharpstown. First Colony Mall, West Oaks Mall, A-Leaf. All of that was, that was... That's what was popping for us. Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, no, no, no. Sharpstown Mall. I remember when I came over here. I think it was like an 01 or something. Bro, I've never, I never been mall. to, I never been to a mall where they sold used grills, bro. Like, like actual niggas' teeth moldings <laughs> were sitting on a display. Yes. That have actually been yes. used for them. Yes. I have never seen that in my lifetime, homie. I'm like, Bro, I'm like, yo, y'all Houston cats are wild. Exchange. Okay, so if you pass by, I think it's like Mall of America or something. Oh, like Plaza, that, right? Plaza, Plaza de la America. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that big white building that says jewelry, it looks like a skyscraper. That yeah, was yeah. A, that was a jewelry store. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's that was actually, uh, TV Johnny, yeah, bought that space yeah. and put his shop in there. Yeah. He's still there. Yeah. He's still there. Yep. I want to go back to the dude that. So there's two situations that play out in this guy's grill or whoever it was at Sharp Time. <laughs> Bro, he either got it in payments and they went and fucking confiscated because he didn't make his payments. Yeah, they repoed his or grill. Or they repoed his grill. <laughs> Or hey. he pawned it, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, I, bro. I mean, hand to That's God. That's a fucked up hand situation, to God, bro. bro. I don't like, think you understand. If, if, I, listen, I promise. Multiple, I don't think you understand. Multiple people were going in there and trying that grill. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I'm, I'm seriously looking at it. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, they, they sell a, you know, they sell a grill. Then, then I started. Kiosk. Then my brain the kiosk, started. Right? The gear started. You could buy a single gold clip-on tooth at the kiosk. <laughs> Dang, Pop bro. that in, in I, the middle of the I've never seen Sharp, that shit in my life. Sharp Mall used to be the shit. You like people would get dressed up and just go hang. You know how young kids go to the galleria now? Like yeah. they get dressed up just to yeah. walk around the galleria? Yeah. They used to do that at Sharp Mall. Sharpstown, First Colony, uh West Oaks a little bit, but them two malls for the Southwest, oh man. The mall's a spot though, man. When you were young. Always. Like oh, you're like, yo, the mall like, in the we movies. gonna go check out some girls. The mall all in the movies. All he did is like go get, get dropped off at the mall. You know what I'm saying? And then he just walk around. Cause you at the movie theater all day. At- Facts. You know, sneak in a movie. Facts. And so they come be like, let me. Uh, can I Bro, see can I see your ticket? Your, your pen and your pen and paper game had to be on. Oh. Point. You know what I'm saying? Before, like, you, before you leave, cause you had you couldn't go by yourself, so you had to go with at least one other person. Maybe, yeah. So, sometimes two other people. And before y'all leave, you check your outfits and be like, if I got a pen. Hey, y'all sure y'all don't want some coffee for this conversation? <laughs> Considering y'all kind of old and shit? Hey, uh, see. Bro, see, you don't know. See. The young bucks don't know, bro. Uh, uh, you, you, you remember when, right? When you... <laughs> 
See, look. I'm talking shit. They, they spoiled. You said we came up around the same era. Yeah, we did. We did. I'm talking shit. <laughs> I mean, see, me and you, we, we in age, man. Because, like, I remember that was the spot, bro. We were like, yo, yeah. what are we going to do? Let's go to the Let's movies. We catch a movie, and then we still be there two, three hours after the movie ended. Because yes. all we're doing is walking yes. around trying to see who we can talk to. But the thing is, okay, so if you found a mall that had a movie theater connected to it. Yes, sir. That's where that's the spot. Yes, sir. That's where you at. Yes, I sir. think the, I think at the time, I know Westbrook Mall on the north side. They had a movie that was connected to it, and then First Colony. Those were the only two malls that I can remember had a mall connected to it. Yeah. So that was like my mama. And look, so you used to have to call. <laughs> yes, sir, you have to you have to call the girl and be like, okay, we're gonna meet. We're gonna meet. Yeah. At the mall at one o'clock. So then you had to call him and be like, all right, we finna, we finna be on our way. Yes, sir. The- <laughs> yeah, because there were no cell phones. Meet me, at, uh, yeah, yeah. meet me at uh, such and such store. That's where I'm going to wait for you. If you're not there by <laughs> such and such time, then I'm going to double back. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's it, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't believe I'm even discussing that. Bro, I like remember, that. Uh, I would, if I had to get picked up, man, I used to call 100 Colette real quick. And then I'd say my name. Payphone. Yeah, the yeah. payphone right yeah. there. You know, like, yeah, voice was like, hey, come pick me up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my yeah. mom hear that. All right. She hang up, and then she come and scoop me up, man. But be- or, then, or then the, the payphone was relevant, too, when um when pagers came into play. Bro. Yeah. You I, know, used, to, I used to you fuck know, with You me. know nothing about pagers. How old are you? OG. OG. Okay. How does he get an OG before me and I'm all <laughs> yeah, that's the shit I'm talking about right yeah, here. Yeah. You see what I'm talking about? This is why I don't. How does he get OG before me? How? I don't know, bro. Bro. That's the shit that confuses me. It's about the soul, though, sometimes. No, I know. I know the nickname. A good nickname. A good nickname comes from the. I get it. From. Internals, the no, soul. <laughs> but anytime you add OG, that's like it. That's hey, like hey, y'all could add OG. I, like I got That's yeah. like Charles, though. I call him Chuck. Am I the only person that talks Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, some nicknames. Charles, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some oh, nicknames that just, you know, only that person. Let me find out you're drinking hypnotic right now, dude. <laughs> you telling your age. Now you telling your age. I was looking, I was like, what the hell? Nah, man. Some kids came out with a. a remember they had a strawberry lemonade or whatever? Oh, okay, yeah. They got yeah. a blueberry now. What was the song? Uh, Hypnotic. Uh, what's that? Uh, and Big Drink. Or what was it? Hypnotic. He got me on that one right My now. My bad. Yeah. You yeah, made me think of uh, Incredible Hoax. Or you, Hypnotic that, uh, Hennessy. Or what Tupac used to call it? Thug Passion? Thug Passion. Thug Passion. So as, as as we're 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 getting into this and um, we've been at this for a good while now, I kind of wanted to give you all that moment, man, to talk about y'all. We're talking about this before we started the podcast, but I feel it's good conversation, man. Y'all were going into some deep dialogue that I think is dope. Uh, DMX, man, uh, uh, you guys are very um, deep into hip hop, just music. Music in general, yeah. but DMX, like people don't understand, like his influence on music. Yeah, like DMX was like, like Jay is the man, and he's he's like one of the top five people that, if I could have a conversation with someone, it would have to be Jay Z, Dame Dash, and Kareem Biggs, as one person. 
But Jay is the as one person. As one person, because those are three people that created Rockefeller. And Emory Jones. Yeah. You no, know but, but I'm thinking, are you going to be able to talk? Or are you just going to listen? I'm going to ask questions. Because the Dame Dash side is not going to let you talk. <laughs> oh, no. That's nah. one person you nah. said, Lamar. That's one of my idols, man. No, every no, no, no I feel you. I'm, every yeah. now and then when I'm by myself, I get like two bottles or something. I do a little Dame Dash <laughs> shake. <laughs> you know? No, I feel you. I feel what you're saying. But but it, even, even, even Dame talks about. DM, DMX had a deal before Jay had yeah, a deal. Yeah. Like the battle in the pool hall. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. DMX's influence. And everyone's seen this meme, right? Where DMX is, he's in concert. And you can see the crowd. And it's like, yo, this dude performed in front of the entire world. Yeah. But that is such a literal moment. That's how big he was. Yeah. DMX put out two albums in one year. And both of them sold five million records. Yeah, it's dark and hell is hot. And flesh of my That's flesh, simple. blood of my blood. Yes, sir. The, and, and those are, arguably, those two out. Al- both those albums might go down in the top ten of all-time hip-hop albums. But it's crazy, bro. Like, man, and just the whole, how, like, I don't know, man. Like, that's why I think we need to take care of the people you know, we appreciate why yeah. they're here, man. Give the flowers, bro. Yeah, it just yeah. sucks that, like, you know, it takes a death to happen to yeah. be, like, yeah. hey, all this shit to be, you know, hey, let them know, you know, why they're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just... It's, it's I agree. A, yeah. I agree, though. And then and then there's the, the, the other side of it, right? Like, I talk about this with my cousin Kevin a lot, like, how a lot of great art that has been created has been created off of pain. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. how 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 we as the fan, we love it, right? Because it's so beautiful. But at what cost, man? We're keeping that's that. That's where the work. That's where the work comes from a dark space. Yeah, but and how and the thing is, what you see is the crawling out of that dark space. So that's when I'm crawling out this dark space, and I hit here, and a a, a beam of light comes in. You see, and that's a different perspective yeah, because so I can. I'm a, so now I'm going to keep crawling in, in this space. I feel you. I feel you. Feel. So that means I, I'm getting out of it. Exactly. I see you. I, so, see, I see what you're saying. So what you what you putting out, the, the lyrics that you're putting out, the the painting, the colors, the, the pictures that you're taking that you're exposing to the public, those are the lights that's beaming. Those, no, 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 no. I feel you. I feel you. I, I, I feel you. You got to go to that dark space to start. Yeah. And everybody, I don't say everybody, but a lot of people are scared. To start in that dark space, that dark space is you going to look in the mirror. Yeah, and, and you see, that's a different perspective, bro. That I hadn't even thought about. You see, I was only looking at it from the place of how, as a fan, we're looking at what cost, right? Like, are, are we happy to want their what they off what they give us, uh-huh. which is their beautiful art? Uh-huh. But man, at what cost are we? These artists are losing their lives. To bring us that beautiful thing, but that's the thing. It's I don't think they look at it like that. That's something that they have to do for themselves. Mm. They have to make music, write lyrics, make paintings, be creative, write screenplays, uh, even political speakers. The 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 ones who are actually trying to make a difference. They have to. They can't let something happen and not speak their opinion. Because mm. that's that's a passion of what they're feeling inside. The people are the passion. You see what I'm saying? Like, you seen uh, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah? Yes. Fred Hampton said, "I'm gonna die living for the people because I love the people." He 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 died at 21 years old. 
So think about the knowledge. I, I think about when I was 21 years old. I couldn't even fathom putting together a sentence to speak to a mass crowd of people <laughs> about political issues. Yeah. Or just making it make sense to where it would move an entire people. That is something that he was put on this earth to do was to lead and be an advocate for this man united racist white people, Latinos and Latinas and black people and made them and made them one group. <clears throat> you know, at that age. No, no, no. And I that, could barely lead a football team yeah. at twenty one. You yeah. know, I could barely get my off my quarterback to call the play that I wanted at twenty one <laughs> years old. Right, right. So right. for him to lead a mass of people and that's the thing is that's why they had to silence him. But the thing is that's that's that was a passion of his. Yeah. So Nah man, at twenty one man, to have that gift of what he had, bro, that's powerful. Powerful. It's powerful. To yeah. move people like that. Yeah, you get man. what I mean? At that yeah. age? You get what I mean? Um most people at that age, man, speaking, we're trying to... Speaking with so much growth, you get what I mean? And yeah. experience Mature, in life. Maturity. Maturity, yes. Bro, that's a beautiful movie, by the way. I loved it. Yeah. Like I, I say, man, that, Lakeith, that's a and, and even, you know, Lakeith Stanfield, for him to play the role that he played, you know, he I'm sure he had to go to a dark space. Yeah. You know what I mean? That guy killed himself after he did... An interview about what he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, you had to. You got to channel that in. Remember, I told you. So the piece that I made, three thousand fifty-three words. Remember, mm. I told you I got sick making that piece. Yeah. Because it was all these different quotes from these different people, from Hitler to General Sam Houston to Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, even Magic Johnson when he announced uh, he had HIV and had to retire. And I and I I think about that particular quote because. Magic Johnson loved playing for the Lakers so much. What people don't understand is he didn't say, today I have to retire from the NBA. He said, today I have to retire from playing basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. And I'm putting all these different quotes in different fonts and everything, but I could feel the energy. Because... I, had, I wrote everything in different fonts, different sizes, different colors, and things like that. So one quote may take me two hours to write. But as I'm writing these words, I can feel the energy of that person coming. So I have all this stuff that I'm consuming. And that's what it is. You, you, you're putting out that energy of those people from the past that, that we sit in. And we stand on the, on the shoulders of them as yeah. a music producer. They're music producers that influence you. Whether it be Caribbean, Brazilian, American, whatnot. Why are you guys doing a podcast? Who'd you see doing a podcast first? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To where you actually studied and, and saw this is, okay, we're going to model our, our podcast like this. Um, doing videos. There's someone that, you, there are people that you study their technique and things like that. Me as an artist, it's so many artists that I study and go, but the thing is you, you channel from them. So you're bring, you're also inheriting their pain. You know what I mean? When you're listening to the music, when you're listening to the beats, when you listen, when you're watching documentaries, when you're listening to interviews, you're taking on what they took on. Yeah. If you're really paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. You, uh, you mentioned Magic Johnson. I remember when he made that announcement, and uh, you know, just the time and the era was so different, man. Guess who cried when he made that announcement? Oh really? You you, yeah, you, yes, you no, I, not me. Oh, okay, I'm about to say. A lot of people don't know this. 
Larry Bird. That, bro, real talk, I might have been the only black dude in El Paso, Texas. Larry Bird, literally my favorite NBA player, which is crazy. People are like, yo, what? Oh, Jordan, but... I love Larry, boy. man. I was a Celtics fan. That was, a, that was and I had a big old poster, Larry Bird, Larry Legend, bro. They danced together a like, lot, Like, that was bro. my dude, man. They, and my dad, that was his, his, the Lakers were his team. Okay. So Magic Johnson was his was dude, his too, yeah, man. Yeah, so yeah, we'd yeah. always, like, talk mess and stuff like that. Larry but Bird. They danced it. a lot, man. Yeah. Boom. They played against each other. All the way in college. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Hick from that, French Lick. That was, that was his boy. And, you know, versus the Spartans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, But it was crazy when Indiana he made that State announcement. Went, I didn't know this until recently. Indiana State went undefeated that year. Yeah, dog. They didn't like, lose a they game. Were, they so were they got the cold, cold bro. Yes. They were cold, man. Like They, they did not they lose Bird a game. was a bad man. man. You know what I'm saying? But it, it was so crazy because especially in the 90s at that time, when he made that announcement, people still thought that, HIV and AIDS and everything was still associated with homosexuality, so they were thinking like, "Oh, like no one can get that," you know. So like, it was a really, it was really a trip because when Magic Johnson made that announcement, it felt like the first time that, you know, people were like, "Whoa, wait a second, whoa!" But people whoa, just started you know? to say, "I know they they were questioning," yeah, yeah. But that was really the first time when people were, you the know, funny thing is if people you think were about that time, that. right? Yeah, and think about it, if you question him now, you would you would be blasted. Oh, 100%. Bro, Donald Sterling? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that interview, bro. Like, he, he was like, big, bad Magic Johnson. What has he done? And Anderson Cooper's like, well, he's done this. He's done this. He has AIDS. <laughs> bro. Yeah. I laughed at the ignorance of that so much. Bro. I was like, this man. Yeah, because he don't even have AIDS. Made me cra- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's, it's incorrect in every sense of the word. But, you know, that was something where, at least to me, it was impactful. Because that's the first time, for me, that, that I ever heard someone who, who was straight, who, who was beloved, uh-huh. who was huge, it right? made known, well-known, come out there. And he, exactly, and all of a sudden, he was just like, no, this is not just happening to this community, which people were, especially in the 90s, such a big pariah against. Yeah. You know, it was now, oh, wow, well, we like this guy, so now what? You uh-huh. know, and people started kind of thinking like, well, you know, it started maybe softening up a little bit. I felt like he was really one of the first ones to ever bring that to light, man. So that's it's an impactful part. So it's pretty yeah. cool to use that quote because yeah. it, it was so powerful. Just yeah. like with Fred Hampton, like you said, yeah, too, so powerful, man. Yeah. These these, yeah. these men who and then the, the stories behind it. I think that's the that's the beauty in it. Even though it's, you know some of them are fucked up and it's ugly, but that's I mean they all have a foundation to where they started. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. that's as an artist, that's what I put into my work. But I try to find that that bridge or create a bridge to how that correlates to what's going on today. Because there's there's a Fred Hampton out there today. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a it's a Magic Johnson out there today. You know, it's just everyone it's different avenues, you know, so it's all about like how you handle it. I don't let's, know. Let's, let's ask Charles ask Charles about himself. Charles. <laughs> I'm not time. Yeah, 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 bro. Ask we all yeah. slowly turn to him. Yeah, ask Chuck. Come on, Charles. Come on, Charles. Come on, bro. Worldwide living and stuff. Listen, you know? Charles is Charles. I, I, I just want people to know. Uh, Charles is a very humble, quiet, creative mind. Um, very respectful, and I love that. And I don't know, man. I, I, I love what he does. Like I said, I want one of them jackets. But I think I might have the last. I'm getting the last one, huh? 
No, man, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that boy, that boy La, you, like, Lamont wanted to be the last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Lamont wanted to be the last yo, one. Yo, Fritz is like, Fritz is like, hold up. Actually, uh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But no, no, no. Whenever you do your next drop, man, hey, I don't want to feel you. you if, I, I don't want to make you feel forced, but man, um, and he's helpful, man. I remember I hit you up like, dude, this was years. Uh, at this point, it's probably two years ago. I'm going to give it two years. Yeah. I hit him up, man. Real quick to respond to me about tips. You get what I mean? Like yeah. shit that That's he knew. He does, yeah. And I love that, man. People that are sh- creatives who are sharing, sharing knowledge for others. You feel me? So, Charles, tell let, let, let Lamont take over on this. This, this is right photographer, uh, music producer extraordinaire. Uh, but most of all, more than anything, my friend, uh, Charles Silva Hope. I'm giving people's whenever I like say people's holding that's their Instagram that's their Instagram. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. like when I say OG Snipes, that's that's his Instagram handle. So that's not his nickname. It is. Yeah. Is that your nickname or no? Because if it's not, then my whole concept of the old nickname is <laughs> fucked right now. No. Okay, so it is. Okay, you're good. So t- wait, tell us what's your nickname? Coop. <laughs> you got you guys you got you got come with the whole thing. Coop. No, but it's because you do it better. <laughs> you you gotta, did you it gotta, better. Coop. Bentley Coop. Bro. <laughs> that's why I wanted you to do it. You know why? Because I'm going to save that, yep. and then I'm going to use that shit moving forward. I'm going to be like, Coop. Bentley Coop. <laughs> that's why I wanted you to say. Cool. Now, Charles, let's get, let's get to you. Yo, Chuck, what's my up, man. man. What's, up, what's up? Tell us about yourself, man. Uh, tell us what you tell us what you do. What is your shit? What is your craft? What is your expertise? Tell me how you make it come to life, my man. Uh, well, I don't know if I can make this long story short, but like, um, I was born in Houston, um, but I was raised in Brazil since I was four, and kept going back and forth. Uh, but I ended up finishing high school uh, in Brazil. My uh, as you mentioned earlier, my grandfather, he owned, he owned a coffee company. Um, but, you know, we it, we had the opportunity, well, my mom had the opportunity based on his hard work to uh, travel abroad for, for, for college. And then that's how she met my dad and mm. so on and so forth. Um, my grandmother always this had This is my first piano. time hearing this, too. Yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, my grandmother had a piano in her house that I uh, always dabbled with. But I was always, uh, I always liked the drums. So I remember uh, where at one point in time, like these painters, they were painting like my grandmother's house and I got all of the cans and I made like a drum set out of it. You know, and I was like my first time, like, you know, really feeling passionate about music. So I ended up playing with like uh, different reggae bands in Brazil. Uh, There's a style of music called maracatu and I play with like, uh, and it's mainly drums. Um, Yeah, you played that? Yeah, I played in that. I played in. I played in a band with that had uh, that was like in like you know that had influence with Manaka too. But we mix it with like rock and hip hop, um, and you know. That's great because you have to play a lot. That's mainly yeah, fucking. It's just percussion, drums. exactly yeah. straight uh, all day long. Oh, you know, you, so you know about that too. Cool. Oh yeah, I know about what he's talking. That that one I do know about. And, I listen uh, to. Do you know Shiku Science? I don't. I don't. Okay, no, he was one of the pioneers of mixing Manaka too with hip hop and like mm. musicality and then we were like I guess the second generation coming from that inspiration okay. um, 
But anyway, so I play with the play with bands. But the one thing that I thought it was interesting is that every time that I was um, rehearsing with the reggae band, they were always just jam and and start producing live, right, and creating stuff. Uh-huh. And that was kind of like my first taste into producing. And I was like, man, this is kind of dope. Like, and you know, and I remember like having ideas and being able to pitch in. Uh-huh. Um, and like, I felt like, man, like I want to get in production. Um, but I finished high school uh, in Brazil, and then at some point I was like, okay, I don't think, like, I think I've exhausted my uh, opportunities here. I need to, uh, you know, this is more like maybe 22 years old. Uh, I need to go see what's uh, what else is out there. And, uh-huh. you know, and then, like, you know, I have dual nationality, so I have both passports. So, I, you know, I felt like I needed to take advantage of that because there's so many people from Brazil that wants to come um, to United States, mm. you know, whether they come with visa and they stay and then they start, you know, like housekeeping and whatever it is, mm-hmm. like babysitting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like I had this, I, I felt like I was in a way like privileged with this opportunity to have options to better myself in, in a way, you know? So I decided to, uh, you know, my dad was here. So I came back, uh, went to audio engineering a little bit at Houston Community College, um, lived in Miami. Uh, in New York, that's really where the production kind of started off. Okay. Um, the photography came a little bit after. Um, what do you What do you enjoy doing more? Uh, it, it it goes through phases, you know. Like I feel like a lot of times it's a it's a trade off. Like I feel like sometimes I'm really like in the music, um, like it's like vibe, but I always have the photography to lean back whenever like um, I don't I'm not inspired to make music. So yeah. I feel like it's a it's a it's a good getaway that allows me to be creative either way. No okay. matter where you're being. No matter creative. what, like I'm being creative, collaborating with people. I'm coming here to take uh, pictures of you. Yeah. Uh, I'm working with like a few artists uh, in the city, and then that gives me the opportunity to to work on the music. Um, how do we? Uh, how do? How do we like? Because this is like he, he's my friend too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it just kind of evolved from from meeting him in a in a certain space. Like, I remember when he took the, the shot. It's, like, one of my favorite shots when he took the picture. He told me what to do. And then from there, he was like, hey, man, give me your number, and we will work. To, we can do some work together or whatever. And then from that. Yeah. I, I think three months later, like, after we linked at uh, 8-1 Shop, um, that you, like, you hit me up. And he, he hit me up with, uh, like, he, he, like, he wanted to make a deal, a proposal. Like, and at first, like, we didn't know each other, but he was like, hey, man, I'm about to do the show. Why don't you come through and take some photos? Yeah. Uh, and then, like, you know, whatever, uh, like, you know, whatever doesn't sell, like, we'll just trade, like, you know, art. And you pick whatever art you want that doesn't sell from the show. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I was like, deal. So I came in, like, every other week or about every week to his studio yeah. off of, what was that street? Emancipation. Yeah. That, yeah that one I was, at, I was uh, working out of Robert yeah. Hodges' studio at Project Row House. So I came through. Um did the photos and then but, but through that process of like coming in to take photos we just kind of like vibe from the beginning so it wasn't it wasn't like towards the middle end it wasn't even more about the like the yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah it was more like oh man like we fuck with each other you know what i'm saying and and a lot of times is is like we're talking and we're just like just ideas you know and being yeah. inspired and then in a way, it's almost like therapy, you know? Yeah. Like, this right now is therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us, because, you know? dude, I, I, I kept my end of the deal, too, just to say that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I have his painting in my house. <laughs> uh, I just I just want to say, uh, we have a new member of the podcast, Lamont. 
Uh, we did not. We did not. Uh, uh, he is replacing Jamal. <laughs> Jamal's now the creative yes. director. <laughs> Lamont actually shows up on time. Like a gentleman. He has a clean cut with there waves. <laughs> Show up to weed. <laughs> has all type of alcohol. Hey, you, you know what though? You got the job, bro. <laughs> Nah, broke. man. Um, I think uh, 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 first of all, I love to hear how I, I didn't know that backstory. You get what I mean? Yeah. So for me, it was always yeah. like when I got here and I saw y'all talking, I could tell that there's a bond right there. But you, you knew Charles too. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah. I met Charles last time, man. And so for me, it I was. Went, like, I went to your. I think the first time that I met you was at, uh, at your spot. Yes. Yes, nah, and you took pick. No, because y'all. T- so you didn't meet you didn't know him at the at the uh, no event show? I didn't know him at the event show I, oh. I I met you um there yeah and then you're like okay I'm gonna do this is like oh. already yeah really like yeah, yeah, yeah no 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 okay. I met him I met him at, at our studio yeah and then he came okay. by yeah. kicked it took pictures we talked and then uh again at your at the show, show. We talked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the last time I think I yeah. saw yeah and you then person. we got we got we got number uh, and I text him about a lot a few things um. Yeah. How to share stuff live and all this other sh- shit, but um, and then we got we got uh, super phenom. That's what I keep calling him. OG Snipes. Now Snipes got on the sunglasses. He been rocking the sunshades. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he I, think I'm crazy, but I know he fell asleep for a little bit back there <laughs> and just <laughs> acting like he was looking at me. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna let him <laughs> He's only smiled twice. That's how I, that's him though. No, I stared at him for like ten seconds to see if he was. Up. He didn't react, so I, that's how I knew he was asleep. And he do everything like monotone and slow. Yes. So you might be like, Did no, you fall asleep. He might be like, yeah, no. But that's why no. he gives. No, but that's how he gives it away. That's how he gives it away. But I knew he was asleep because I even moved. Maybe. I even moved. Like, did he see me? Nah, bro. He was gone. He was gone, dog. Nah, that's man, why you. Tell, put, that's why you put the shades on, Snipes. Cause you was sleepy. He took a little nap. He's energized right now. He got a little power now. It's all good. It's all good. Come tell us a little bit about you, man. Come on now. Oh, man, I didn't know I was gonna be on the show. Hey, bro, yeah, just man. do what you do, player. Yeah, bro. I told you. I'm, you know, I want everybody to know. You know, it's it takes a, I, I, it takes a team, to put all this shit together, man. It's it's a lot of elements to it, and to get to a certain point, you know, you gotta have content and, and show people the the process and. These two gentlemen, uh, you know, Snipes, I, I just met him maybe back in January. And his passion, you know, for what he does is, is just as big as what I do for mine. So, yeah, tell us about yourself, OG. We, look, we call him OG. Snipes is only 26, 24. Yeah, I just turned 26. In April. We will get into that conversation later <laughs> about the OG. What qualifies as an OG? Go ahead. Tell us what you do, man. What you do. Well, I mean, I, I do video, I do photography, uh, designer, all kind of stuff. Um, I'm from Houston. Um, I guess OG does come, I guess, for right now in this period of time, um, connecting with Lamont, I am in a period of um, finding mentorship. You know what I'm saying? Bet. You know, finding people that I can look up to and help me with the levels that I'm trying to get to. And um, I feel like that's, that is the position I'm in now, but 
you know, I've accomplished some things, you know. Uh, I got published in National Geographic. That was pretty cool. Congrats, bro. You know what I'm saying? I can see why they added the OG to your name. <laughs> I, I guess with OG, I've always been OG, you know, even from like a young age. I guess hanging around like my older cousins, my uncles and stuff, they always say Lil OG. I feel like you was in like a 1965 R&B group. You know, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> I've been listening to music lately. How did we meet? And then so I was telling you um, the, the, the nice lady, Mariah, mm-hmm. who I connected with. I actually found her through YouTube. And, you Mariah know, Elise, we have uh, this amazing CEO of Elise Art Art Group. You know, we have we have a lot of blessings in our time right now, and technology and social media is one of them. You know, if you can really see that, and utilize it well. And um, you know, I I'm in this process in in development of becoming a director. You know, having my own art space, stuff like that. And, um, you know, I was just looking out for me, looking around for feedback, you know, some, some inspiration, right. You know what I'm saying? Being knowledgeable, you know, I I do research. Um, so I came across some of her videos and she had mentioned that she was in Houston. So struck, I was like, Oh shit. So, um, I, I think I followed her on Instagram and I reached out. I was like, Hey, you know, I'm trying to see what's up. I'm trying to move. Making, making some things happen. So, I reached out, connected with her, and then she put me in place with Lamont, and then we just kind of at East. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's, you know, every time he comes, he, you know, he looks around at everything. He just kind of engulfs himself in whatever I, you know, what I got going on, and he he takes that and fuels it for himself. So I, I can I can appreciate it. He does his job. I can appreciate anybody that come through and they do their job and they and they do it passionately, you know. Bro, but that takes it, it takes a lot out of you, man, because he's he's embracing your creativity. You get what I mean? Like yeah. he's coming into your space and he has to find within. He may not always like the creativity space that you're in. You get mm-hmm. what I mean? But he mm-hmm. has to like find a way and somewhere within, within there, mm-hmm. yeah, find. What it is that I like about what Lamont is working on right yeah. now for me to find mine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is, dude. Uh, and for you to speak about that, man, openly and be like, for example, you talk about men- mentors and things like that. Like, bro, I, I'm telling both of y'all, like, even you, Lamont, I'm glad that you're doing that, man. Yeah, yeah. But somebody did it for me. Yeah. And I know that. You're in good hands, bro. I mean, to be honest with you, man, like, we saw Lamont. I'm very grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a uh, good people's. You know what I mean? And knows a little bit of Spanish. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to add one more thing in there. Go ahead. Right? Go, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. You know, I'm I'm the oldest of a bunch of boys. So, like, I don't really have anyone to look up to, you know, kind of in my space. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's crazy. That's another conversation for another day. How... The bigger brother, you know, is always looking for another bigger brother. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I respect it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I am respectful of my authority figures, so I never have that problem. So I always, I'm very studious, always looking to learn. I understand there's a lot of things, a lot of things to learn out here. 
So that kind of humbles me. I stay in my place. And then I learn a lot. I guess that's where the OG comes from. Hey, man. And, <laughs> you, know hey, man. you know what? I got to be me. And I got that. You OG now moving forward, <laughs> bro. OG. <laughs> nah, nah, man. Uh, Who got I, nicknames tonight? Coop. I just mean. And, and then OG got certified. You got certified. Yeah, you got certified. You got certified. Hey, salute him. Salute him so straight. Your hands start curving how straight it is. He walked out with a certification today. The certification of names. You walk out with one. Um, yeah. No, nah, man. Um, first of all, man, it takes a. First of all, I know you didn't expect to be on here. So thank you for speaking about it. And second, I'm happy that you're around somebody, man, that um, embraces other people's creativity. So when uh, it comes to that, man, yeah. You'll see him, too. He's doing a, He's going to be doing the, the videography for the show, June 11th. So let me, let, let me break that part down, too. So the, And let, take us there. And you, you got this, Lamont, because you're a new host. <laughs> Appara- apparently, I don't need this shit anymore. All right. Apparently, he but knows like, what he's doing. So you got this, bro. <laughs> Nigga, I done quit already. <laughs> I'm gone. Jamal, Jamal poured a drink, took his shoes off. <laughs> I'm chilling, bro. I'm chilling. <laughs> and, and he drinking a beer. He got this. <laughs> he drinking a beer and he got a drink. <laughs> and OG now took Jamal's spot. And Lamont took my spot, apparently. So Coop. we good. Bentley Coop. Yes. Do what you do, player. No, but June 11th, which is a Friday night, that's, uh, that's the actual pop-up show. And then the following day, June 12th, from 11 to 3, is a private showing. So people can DM me if they want to come to the private showing. It's only nice. It's only 35 people that we're allowing in for the private show because a lot of collectors are coming. And they'll kind of get a chance to mingle and speak to me one-on-one. Uh, there's an artist talk at 1 o'clock uh, that day. And then everything's coming down. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's just like, bam, hit them with what I got and then... On to the next thing, you know. That's badass, man. I'm excited. So, as we head out on this episode, um, there's one thing I did want to bring up that I mentioned to you before. Um, he don't know about this, but I told you that there's a guy in here that needs to call me Sensei, <laughs> cause I fucking owned him on fantasy. I heard I heard about that. I heard about that. Like, Bring that man. Look, it was a it was a first cool intro until he was like, Lamont, you you been you been following football? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, Lamont. Everyone first else I follow Lamont. First, like, yeah. first of all, I've been on fantasy. I've killed Jamal. <laughs> Lamont. He was proud, boy. He was so proud. Champ. Chest all out. He should call me champ. He, look at him. Chest all out, cheesy. You know what I'm saying? All but, proud of himself. But he's he st- he has not called you sensei or champ. Cause he's I trash. Call champ. I'll call him champ, but I ain't call him sensei. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was schooling this man. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, he was like, "Yo, man, how do I do this? How do I set this up?" I was like, "Hey, I got you." Cause look, this you know podcast is taking a t- it's taking a turn. It really did. <laughs> it really did. I just went re- really wanted to get that last part because it was hilarious. I told him before that I I, I had yeah, got into a, fantasy and he's it was funny. Yeah, he got lucky, bro. I came back, man. Boy, Shut your ass up. You lost. I came back crazy. I beat the number one and number uh, two. Oh, number Who was one your starting quarterback? Mahomes. You know? Yeah. Oh, shit. And I worked a little transaction during the season where I got Kelsey. 
Travis as my Ka- tight end. Oh. Come on, Papa. Oh. Hey, Papa, come on. Yeah. I, I had Saquon Barkley and I lost him, bro. Yeah. I had to climb from the bottom yeah. to the top. Yeah. This and man was living in the penthouse. I was climbing from the sewer. Well, you got, you got Mahomes as your quarterback, and then and, you got and, Travis Kelsey. Wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't, don't let me my negotiating skills. I got me Hopkins. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Michael Thomas. How did I make that? Bro, just negotiating. How did yeah. I? I should be running the Cowboys, bro. Who's Jerry running? Jones needs to just <laughs> step down. Who's bullshit. your running back? Oh, running back, uh, I yeah, running back was my weak area. But this season oh, we're bro, gonna come. You strong. had Travis Kelsey, DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. and Michael Thomas. Yeah. I would get mad too. Like, why do these motherfuckers keep trading them this like this shit, bro? You know but it's because like, I would make some offers that you just can't refuse. No, nah, they were not good offers, bro. Ooh, like, I would mom. never have taken any of them. We made one trade. That, that that time too. He took it. He took it. So but, it was good. But, but I gave you a bell, didn't I? Or you gave me bell or something. He like ga- that. I know. He gave me Le'Veon Bell and I yeah. gave him uh Evans and um Tom yeah, Brady. Yeah, but Le'Veon Bell went to the Chiefs. Like, you had the whole Chiefs offense down there. But yeah. I didn't play them all the time. It's it, it, hey bro, don't try to get into my mind <laughs> how to win. <laughs> I'm not gonna he give y'all all the secret. By, by the way, it wasn't an ass for me. He barely won. That's me hobbling into the playoffs. Look, knocking out the hardest teams in the league. I almost swept one, two, and three. Ooh. The whole I came from like six Lamont, plays. You watch Fast and Furious? Yeah. It doesn't matter if you win by <laughs> inch or mile. Win is winning, right? That's Lamont, true. take us out, bro. Take us into uh, your show, man. When is it? Where can people follow you? Yes, sir. Give them all that. Plug it um, all. Of course, uh, the the Instagram hasn't changed. Uh, French, like the language, underscore Lamont, L-A-M-O-N-T-E. Um, the show Fuego is going up June 11th at Sandman Studios, 1109 Providence, Suite 3. And then the private show will be June 12th from 11 to 3. But I'm going to post all that stuff uh, probably in about two weeks. The press release is going out. Um and it goes out on the twenty fourth. Bet and then um, of course listen to the podcast. Um, then I got a couple of other things going on later on this year. But you know if, if you follow my Instagram, you'll see all that. So again, yeah. man, um, I want to say Lamont, thanks, man. Um, like I said, I during the pandemic, kind of how you mentioned, like a lot of creativity ideas came to me, and there were certain people that I had like kind of in my mind that mm-hmm. inspire me. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean to in my creativity process. Yeah, yeah. And you're one of them, man. I appreciate so, that, man. So all of this is, like I said, you're not even a guest, man. You're family. Right you on, feel me? Right like, on. every time we come, it's like, every time we hang out, we, we know there's going to be some shit said. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's just yeah. fucking hilarious. You get what I mean? And we just, but. Yeah, but we got, I mean, we got the team here, too. Uh, uh, OG Snipes, that's his That's his IG handle. And then Charles, you want him to do Charles Silverholt? Charles Silverholt. Okay. That's the music, and then Charles Holt, the photography. Okay. Charles and Holt Holt. is spelled H-O-L-T. Yes. And then it's OG Snipe, no S. Okay, OG Snipe, OG no S. Snipe. Yeah. Cause, and he still has on sunglasses. <laughs> one, singular. Because Wesley Snipes actually owns the S. On the S. <laughs> oh, okay, Wesley got that? Uh, yeah, yeah. You can't get two S's, it's just one? <laughs> Let me hold one. <laughs> nah, man. Um, uh, but I want, you know, but uh, go ahead, go ahead. But go ahead, I was just gonna say too, man. Y'all go out there and support our boy, man. Lamont French, he doing his thing, bro. I'm in the studio right now. I'm looking at some of his amazing artwork, bro. <laughs> Shit is fire. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say I'm the biggest art, you know, 
expert in the world, but I know it can make me feel the type of way. Just like DM, just like we were talking earlier, DMX, DMX yeah. can make you yeah. feel the type of way, or Tupac when they rap, they make you feel the type of way. Just like Pimp C. And I'm looking at all this artwork right now, man. And I'm fucking with it heavy, bro, because it is fantastic, homie. So y'all make sure y'all go and support our boy. Yeah, come through and um, you know, save your save your ducats. This you know the work will be. This is the only time that the work will be at this price point. Uh, and like I said, it's just because I want, you know, people to be able to put some work in their homes at, at this time. So, you know, come out with the intentions to buy and then also to see a real exhibition. Yes, sir. And I will say this, man, Lamont, um, just because, like we talked earlier, man, we kind of been seeing each other eye to eye since we've both been working ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you, man. Appreciate that, man. Thanks. Thank you, man. And Thanks. I'm very big on, like, Giving them flowers, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm proud of you. Y'all too, man. I'm proud I of y'all I got love too. for you. Yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah. you always appreciated us, and it's mutual, man. Definitely. You know, it's whenever you want to come on and just fucking just sure. be like, hey, dude, let's just fucking talk. Yeah. yeah. Bring Bullshit, the mics. Bring the right? mics, yeah. bro. We're here. And the t- I bring the mics, the weed, and the tequila. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and nah, it's man, but I'm, I'm proud yeah. of you, bro. I appreciate real, that, man. man. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you for always being open to kicking it with us and including us in a part of your creative process yeah man i drop I, your art i appreciate y'all you know you guys have a you guys got a big platform and y'all been rocking with me since before i lamont when i was just lamont french and i didn't have a brand and i was just you know starting off so you know i i appreciate kid from you guys the you know what I'm, you know i what remember yeah, right. you know i'm just a creole kid from houston you know what there i'm saying go. that's that hasn't changed so you know i'm gonna always support boys in the barrio you know I, uh you know whatever y'all do i appreciate y'all fucking with me Thank you. Appreciate it. Peace. Later. And we out. Peace. Peace.